That's different. Well, welcome. It's great to have you here this morning. Uh, if you are here and you just kind of arrived randomly and thought, what's an ordination? I'll explain that in just a moment. But special thank you to those of you who are here for the ordination from either our evening congregation who have made the effort to get up early on a Sunday to be here, uh, to our Grace Point community, and uh, to Steve and Viv as well, and other family members. We expect a few others at the 1030. It's a little bit more of a convenient service. Uh, but it's great to have you here this morning for the ordination of Mark Coleman. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with the idea of ordination, ordination is essentially setting apart someone uh, into ministry, recognizing their calling into ministry and their gifting and ability in ministry. Uh, and at uh, one level, that's kind of very unbaptist. Uh, what's a, a very Baptist ideal is that, as Jodine said, we are the church. Uh, we don't have a lot of time for the distinctions between clergy and laity. Uh, we have a director of ministries, not a bishop, uh, although maybe a funny hat would be kind of nice every now, every now to, to bust out. Uh, we are very much into the idea that every single believer has been given the Spirit of God and is therefore called to and equipped for ministry. Uh, and yet at the same time, we recognize every now and then men and women who are called in particular ways to serve the church community. Uh, either as pastors or as teachers or as leaders in a specific way. Uh, and that's what we're seeking to do this morning with Mark. So as we uh, set him apart in ministry, this does not let any of you off the hook, uh, all of you that Jodine was looking at beforehand about being the church. We are all called to minister and to serve. But today we do want to take the opportunity to recognize the calling on Mark's life, uh, to serve the church in a particular way, to recognize his gifting and calling. Uh, in the Baptist Association, this is kind of a two-stage process. There's an accreditation process that you'll hear about in a, in a moment that the association is kind of most interested in. It's the formation of Mark. Uh, we're interested in some of the same sorts of things, his character, uh, his competence, particularly the education that he receives and whatnot to be prepared for ministry. And then once the accreditation has been uh, affirmed, then the church ordains. And so it's quite lovely for us, uh, having known Mark for 18 months and a bit, or somewhere in that area, uh, to be able to affirm uh, not only his calling to ministry, but also his gifting and ability in ministry. Uh, many of you uh, have gotten to know Mark a little bit over the last year and a half. Some of you have, the, have had the opportunity to work with him. Uh, a couple of us have had a chance to work very, very closely with him. Uh, and uh, he comes alive when he's talking about ministry. Uh, I think it's evidence of his call, uh, and uh, he has demonstrated, at least to me and those who have worked most closely with him, his gifting and ability in ministry. I know that many of you would affirm that as well. So from, uh, I think from our perspective as a leadership, as a staff, as a church leadership team, an eldership, and a congregation, I think we're delighted uh, to take this opportunity to ordain Mark this morning. We are going to do it twice to make sure it sticks uh, uh, because we've got the two services here. But I'm going to invite uh, Mark to come onto the platform with me, along with Steve Bartlett, the Director of Ministries, and Viv Grice, who is the Director of Pastoral Development as well. Would you please welcome them as they join me on the platform? Mark's the fellow in the suit, if you didn't recognize him. Uh, so essentially what we're going to be doing here, for this is a relatively rare occurrence for us, we don't ordain people very often, but uh, Steve's going to kind of give us a little bit of background to the accreditation and then ask Mark a handful of uh, questions and promises that he agrees to make and then there's a question for us as a community of faith as well. Then I'm going to invite a few people to join me on the platform and we're going to pray for Mark and Viv is going to lead us in that and then we're going to declare him ordained uh, and whoop and holler and all those sorts of things. So. Get ready. I'll hand over to Steve. Great. Thanks, Mark. And thanks, everyone. Thank you for the welcome. Uh, uh, as I 
met Mark first thing this morning. I said, um, I've got the jacket in the car. Should I go and get it? And he said, no, no, no. It's just, just for the guy himself this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> It's great to have the opportunity to, on behalf of the 340 churches across our state, uh, bring greetings and to say that as you stand with Mark this morning, we all across the state stand with those who have been through the process of discernment of call to ministry. As Mark um, Uh, said to us, this is not about a ministry that's more significant in the kingdom of God, but it's about a distinctive ministry and a distinctive sense of call. Uh, Mark applied to the Committee for the Ministry of our movement, which is a a group of people from our churches who have a specific role to work uh, with those who are considering the call to vocational ministry. And he applied to our committee for the ministry in 2015 and was accepted as a candidate in that year. And that began a fairly significant process of... um, of discernment on his part and Nicola's part and the, uh, the part of that committee around uh, involvement of recommendations from this church, recommendations from those who've worked closely with Mark uh, over time, uh, assessments and interviews and seeking to dig into the evidence of God's call on his life. Uh, the sense of ministry giftedness and how God has wired him and how he's been shaped and developed over time for ministry. Uh, the appropriateness and the adequacy of his training and everyone who comes through the accreditation process with our movement uh, needs to spend at least the equivalent of four full-time years uh, in ministry training. Um, assessment of his theology, particularly as that is in reference to those tenets of faith that are Uh, significant and important for us as a Baptist family of churches, and also his commitment to a ministry among us as a movement of churches and our affiliated ministries. Mark satisfied uh, those requirements as part of his ministry formation, and he's demonstrated very clearly a call and a commitment and a giftedness for ministry. Uh, And in the light of that, he was recommended by the Committee for Ministry to proceed to accreditation in February this year, and then just last Saturday, his name was taken to our Assembly of Churches, which is representatives from across our state, uh, where it was agreed that he would be approved uh, to proceed to accreditation. But there's one final step to that, and that is that this journey needs to be affirmed by the local body of believers amongst whom Mark is ministering. Uh, the setting aside of ordination is something that's done by the local church. And so that's why today is so significant and why it's so important. So, Mark, I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'll come nearer. Good. <laughs> Mark, do you believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? And do you confess Jesus Christ anew as your Lord and Saviour? I do believe and confess. Do you believe that the Old and New Testament scriptures are God's word to humankind? Will you build build your life and ministry on the principles and values that arise from the scriptures? Will you teach others to do likewise as you preach and serve and by personal example? I do, and with God's enabling, I will continue to do so. Mark, in your ministry, will you give your energy, your time, your gifts to nurturing the people of God? contributing to our equipping and enabling us to serve within the church and within the world. Will you make a priority of your ministry sharing Jesus with people who are yet to know him as Lord and Saviour? And will you, by prayer and study, nurture your own spiritual life and growth? By God's enabling, I will. 
as we come to set aside uh, someone for ministry in this way, this is a whole of church commitment. And so I'm going to ask us who are gathered here this morning uh, for your commitment as well. And in a moment, I'll ask you to signify that by standing. Do you, the congregation, whether family or friends or members of Guymea Baptist Church, willingly affirm your support for the setting aside of Mark Coleman as an ordained minister in our family of Baptist churches? Will you allow him to exercise his gifts among you, giving him support and upholding his ministry in prayer? If so, I invite you to stand as a demonstration of your affirmation and commitment to do that. I'd like to take an opportunity to invite members of the church leadership team, the elders, and uh, members of our senior, church, uh, senior staff team to join us on the platform. We're going to lay our hands on Mark as well. Uh, and if you would remain standing while we then pray as well. So Roxanne and Jodine and Nicolie, yeah, sorry, Nicolie, and you as well. <laughs> Gathering close, why don't we lay hands on Mark as a symbol that uh, we are standing with him, praying for him and for Nicolie. Almighty and gracious God, we come to you this morning to set apart Mark for ministry. And in some ways, Lord, it's the end of a long journey that has begun not just a few years ago, but back in the beginning of time when you knew Mark before he was even formed. And we thank you for your gracious hand upon his life through all of its ups and downs over many years. But we rejoice, Lord, that you have brought him to this point and this place. And we pray for him now and set him aside for the work that you call him to do. Help him, I pray, to be clear about that. To be clear in his own heart and his own mind who you have made him to be in Christ. Lord, give him a deep confidence in the gifts and the skills and the abilities that you have granted to him. But Lord, would you please give to him an even deeper confidence in the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father through whom he's not only been saved but called to serve. Lord, give him resilience, give him energy Give him clarity of purpose, determination of direction, and Lord, bear fruit in his ministry, I pray. I ask for humility for him, Lord, that you would help him to be a servant to the servants of the servant of the king. Help him to serve, Lord, with his eyes fixed on you, the author and the finisher of his faith the one who loves him far better than anybody else and knows him far deeper than anybody else can or ever will, and the one whose son died upon the cross for him that he might be called into salvation, called into service, and finally, Lord, called into eternity. And, Lord, as we pray for him, we pray for Nicolie, that in their partnership it might be rich and deep. They might be a blessing to the kingdom a blessing and a support to each other and that they might bring great glory to you. 
Go with him now, we pray, for your name's sake and all God's people said, Amen. Mark, in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, we declare you now to be set apart for the work of Christian ministry among our churches in the Baptist movement. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you. take a seat. I know you've been hanging out for that. And God drew me to himself. And I've had the privilege of growing up in a Christian family um, with parents who have prayed for me, that, for my flourishing, that I might come to know Jesus and be welcomed into life with him. And God has been at work through extraordinary ways, through the beauty of his creation, through the wonder of friendships, through uh, the ministry of those who have preached sermons to me over many years, people who have invested time in my life. And I think the one thing I want to encourage you all today is that the reason I stand here is because God invested in me. God drew me to himself, but other people faithfully responded to that call to encourage me as well. And you may be sitting amongst people who are being called into leadership within the church, within parachurch organizations, within incredible um, creative uh, ministries for the glory of God. And you may be the person who helps to release that individual into service of God by recognizing their gifts, by encouraging them in what they're doing. And people have done that for me. Countless people have done that for me over the course of my Christian journey. And may I encourage you this morning to have your eyes open to the work of God in the lives of those around you, um, that we might be people who encourage the work of God in each other. I um, count it as a great privilege to serve in ministry in whatever context I find myself in. And right now I find myself here at Gaimia Baptist. And it is my privilege and my pleasure to serve you and uh, to seek your flourishing, to seek uh, God's work in your lives that you might know his love and his delight for you, his encouragement of you, that you might share this beautiful gift of life that God has given us to those that you know, to those that you live amongst, those that you work amongst, those that you see in the shops that you go to. May you go out knowing the depth of his love and may you recognize your participation in his plans and purposes. Thank you for welcoming me as your minister. <laughs> 